Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Well, Merry Christmas. I know not all of you, or maybe even most of you, honestly, will actually listen to this on Christmas, but this is coming out on Christmas Day, and this day means good news of great joy for all the people. This is a great day as we celebrate that all God's promises are fulfilled in Christ, that God has been gracious to condescend, coming down to dwell with us, that God loved a broken world so much that he would send his only son for us, that God sent the great King of Kings so that all people might be able to enter into his kingdom of peace, justice, and righteousness forever. And that God would do all of that by forgiving our sins and making us right with him through the person of Jesus. And all of that begins here on this day as we celebrate the birth of the Messiah. And because this is such a pivotal episode and the fulfillment of all we've done, honestly, over the last few weeks, I wanted to post a quicker special episode to remind you of the good news of Christmas. So I know this is coming out on a Sunday. It's kind of a special one, but I want to read the birth story according to Luke. This is Luke 2, 1 through 7, and I want you to just hear it, and then I'm going to remind you why this story is such good news for us. So this is Luke 2, 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Here is a little phrase that might help capture the good news given to us in this passage from Luke 2. In the lowly city, comes a lowly birth to save a lowly people. In the lowly city comes a lowly birth to save a lowly people. That is the good news. So let me explain those three parts quick. First, this scene happens in a lowly city. Notice in verse 4, it says that Joseph and Mary went to the city of David. Now, there were two cities that were actually considered David's city. The first is where he was from, when he was merely a shepherd boy, the youngest boy in the family, like many other shepherds would be. This is the city of Bethlehem. Nothing really special about it. Small town that just so happened to be the birthplace of the great King David. But the other city that was considered David's city is Jerusalem. This is the religious and political hub in the Old Testament. 
It is the place where the temple housing God's presence was located. It was the main city in Israel's history. So, when a king from David's line was to be born, the king that would be the king who reigns forever, the king who would be the promised Messiah who leads God's people to victory and deliverance, when that king comes, which city of David would we assume this king would be born in? Now, you might know the story so well that it's not striking to you, but we would naturally think Jerusalem, of course. But Luke tells us that this king would come not to the great city of Jerusalem, but to the lowly city of Bethlehem. Not with the royal procession, but with the lonely trek by Joseph and Mary to the little town of Bethlehem. For the king came to the lowly city of David, Bethlehem. And in this lowly city, the king came through a lowly birth. Verse 7, it says that he was born and Mary laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. The birth of the king was not in a palace, was not in the best hospital around, not even in a fancy hotel that they traveled to. This is presented as a lowly birth. He is born in a stable, being laid in a manger, a lowly first bed for the high king of heaven, to be sure. It would be like saying if we had a president who was young enough to have a baby, and we said, that baby is being born. Now, you would assume that child would be born in the nicest of places, either the best hospital in Washington, D.C., or a special place in the White House, only the best for such a high-profile birth. But imagine if you heard the news that this baby was born on some farmland in northern West Virginia. (laughs) Nothing against West Virginia, but a random rural area is not the place you'd expect royalty to be born. But this king's birth was in a lowly place through a lowly birth. Why? Why is it so important that the king came in lowliness? It is important that the birth came in a lowly way because the whole purpose of the birth of the Messiah was to identify with and save a lowly people. The Son of God did not merely come for the powerful, the influential, the healthy, the religious. The Son of God came in lowliness so that he could save the lowly. Us, sinners, rebels, sufferers, those who are weak and wounded, those who are without hope, those who are without statute and fame in the world, we are the ones that he came for. And to reveal this mission of the Messiah, he came in a lowly city through a lowly birth in order to save a lowly people. A king born to the powerful and wealthy in Jerusalem might give the impression that this king is merely for those people. A king born without a proper bed in a lowly town like Bethlehem reveals the good news that for all those who feel out of place, who feel disqualified, that feel too sick, too dirty, those are the people that this king has come to save. So today, on Christmas, as you meditate on the lowly birth of the great king, I hope you see the beauty in his humility. 
He didn't stay in beauty and majesty in heaven, but he descended to earth. He didn't come to be served, but came to serve. He didn't come for the healthy, but for the sick. He didn't come to live a life of ease, but to die a death of suffering. He didn't come for someone else, friend. He came to save you. No matter what you've done, no matter how strong you feel in yourself, no matter the shame that you might carry, this king came down not to point a finger at you in disappointment, but to offer a healing hand to lift you out. The king came in a lowly city through a lowly birth to save a lowly people like us. And this is the good news of Christmas. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.